This week on the show are pop culture references, we talk about the new Netflix movie Nimona, and fortune cookies. It is July 2023, and you're you're listening listening to Lunchbox Lunchbox Reaction. Welcome back, everyone. I'm one of this week's hosts, Evan. And joining me are my co-hosts, Linnea. Hello. And Brian. Hello. Okay, let's get this week started off with our pop culture references. Who would like to go first? I'll go first. Why are you oh, no. crying? I have some. I have some sad news. The Poor way guys. that you're. I know that. I know that you're both going to be just heartbroken over this. Oh, no. That makes it sound like it's something happy. Oh no. Um, the. Uh, oh, I just hate to say it. The live-action version of the Powerpuff Girls has been canceled. No! Oh, no! <laughs> I, I thought it would have been canceled for like a year. Well, yeah, it's kind of been in development uh, nightmares. You know, they they actually made a pilot, and they it didn't test very well. They made well. a pilot, and it went so bad that they like had to hire a new director. Right, or yeah. They were, were going to redo it. But anyway, yeah, it, it's been officially canceled. Oh, so what yeah. a shocker! What a shocker! Although you know, I was, I was looking. A little excited. I was looking at the cast again, and I didn't realize this. And, and of course, now a few years later, I, I recognize one of the names. So Bubbles was going to be played by Dove Cameron. Yeah. Does that name ring, ring a bell? Oh. Yeah. Bunch of Disney shows. Yeah, we know her from Schmigadoon. So yeah, it was kind of funny. I I didn't know who she was, but now it's like, oh, that's she was going to be Bubbles. Interesting. But anyway, no more, no more grown-up Powerpuff Girls. <laughs> Probably for the best. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Should I go next, or do you want to go next, Lana? I'll go next. So my pop culture reference for this week is that you know the New York Times thing that Wordle is on. Yeah. So there's a new game now because they have like lots of games. Oh yeah, I remember. And you there's a that. new game called Connections on there. So how do you play it? It gives you 16 words, and they're just kind of randomly all over the screen. And there's four different categories, and each word is under one of those categories. But they don't give you the categories. You have to guess what they are, and then just sort the words into which groups you think should be together. Have you done good? No, it's really hard. (laughs) Oh, no. When did it come out? A few weeks ago, I think. It hasn't been that long. And how did you find out about it? Well, I go on to Wordle sometimes, and I just look at all the games because I'm bored. I'm like, oh, this one's new. Fun. Okay. My pop culture reference. It's more of a me thing. I finally beat Tears of the Kingdom this week after over 75 hours of playing it. Oh, so now we know it takes 75 hours to play. For me, at least. I think, like, the average time for most people who are, like, avidly playing it is like 60 hours, but I was just running around doing absolutely everything. But also, I've just been looking at it today, and somebody has already beat the game, the entire game, in under an hour. Well. Which is a lot. That's because they know what to do? Yeah. Like, you have to beat the entire starting area, which takes like five hours for me. Then you have to go into so many other complex places. Think about how many attempts it would take to get that whole game done in under an hour. Yeah. 
Because you'd be dying so many times and you just have to restart. But I'm, I'm surprised somebody was able to do it. And not even like one person. Like there are so many runs that people have done that are just under an hour. But yeah, I, I give the game a 10 out of 10 if you're wondering. If you have a Nintendo Switch, you should definitely get Tears of the Kingdom. Alright, so should we move on to the main topic? Sure. So, the topic for this week's episode is the new animated movie, Nimona. So, this book was based off of... This movie was based off... <laughs> Sorry, I was thinking... This movie was based off a book that... A graphic novel that we reviewed quite earlier. Yeah, we reviewed it on episode 67. Mm-hmm. So, the author of the book was Noelle Stevenson, who directed the show She-Ra, which we also talked about, and I believe that some of the directors for She-Ra also worked on this movie. And so, the movie has sort of the same premise, except the plot is a little bit different. I think one of the main differences about the plot is I feel like Ballister Blackheart is kind of... He just kind of acts a bit different than he does in the he Yeah, he has a little bit of a more different personality. So that's one thing that popped out at me right away, was that Ballister, and his name was different too, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, it was Broadheart or something? Baldheart. Yeah. Braveheart? But yeah, the names totally changed. <laughs> so I think the name you said, Evan, was from the graphic novel, yeah, right? Yeah, from the book. Ballister Blackheart, yeah. Yeah, Ballister Blackheart. And in, in the movie... Baldheart. Bold, or Boldheart? Boldheart. So they changed the names, yeah. And now I've totally lost my train of thought. They didn't <laughs> change Ambrosius Goldenloin. No. That's good. But they did take away his long hair. I was so sad they took away his long hair. Why? <laughs> I don't know, because it was like iconic. It looked okay. really cool. Yeah. So you didn't like it. I his... was excited to see it animated. Yeah. Because like, if you read the book, you'd be like, oh, I know who that guy is. Oh, I know what it was. We, we were talking about his personality. Mm-hmm. I feel like in the graphic novel, I don't want to say he was all right evil, but we meet him at a point where it seems like he... He is sort of the villain of the yeah the plot. That's yeah. In the, the show, it's yeah. never questioned that he's not a villain. But the the thing is, in the graphic novel, you only kind of realize halfway through that he's actually really a good guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in the show, he's a villain just because that's an accident that he made. But in the book, he's just a villain because that's what the government decided for him. <laughs> yeah, which I thought was a lot cooler of a premise. I also felt and this bothered me for quite a while. Is that I felt that in the graphic novel, Ballister was was his own person. He was he was in charge. He was making decisions, and Nimona. I think you know, that's why Nimona wanted to team up with him. Whereas in this movie, it felt like for almost the first two thirds of the movie, he didn't really have any agency at all. He was just sort of tagging along, doing whatever Nimona wanted. I mean, did you feel that? Yeah, yeah, I love it. yeah. and that I don't know. It just really bothered me. It's like. I want my main character to to be more active and involved and and he just seemed like oh whatever <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know maybe maybe that's what makes his change at the end you know more meaningful or dramatic but uh, I don't know I just felt like for a while all he was doing was doing whatever Nomono wanted it was kind of like he was like a completely different person just put in the same body mm-hmm. as <laughs> the character from the book yeah 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 and I mean, it is a different story. It mm-hmm. is, yeah. 
it took me about 20 minutes to I the first 20 minutes of the movie I just kept thinking oh well, this is different and that's different and then I finally just sort of said to myself all right this is just totally different stop comparing it and then I enjoyed it much more mm-hmm. yeah as much as I would like to see a real version of the book like scene by scene I think it was also cool to have like a slight variation of the plot I do wonder what the original book would be like as a plot but if you want to have the plot of the of the book just read the book i think <laughs> that the book had a much sadder ending yeah it was a lot more unclear yep i agree also before i watched the movie i was confused like why it didn't have like a pg-13 rating because if it was accurate to the book it would be i was texting my friend in there like yeah i saw the trailer i don't know if i'm gonna watch it though because it looks too lighthearted. yeah I think if it was based off the book, it would definitely be PG-13. There's a, a bit of blood. What did you think of the animation style? I thought it was, like, creative and new. When I first saw the trailer, I was a little bit, hmm, because it looked vaguely like the, like, Pero no me gustas too music video. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was the same kind what? of style. <laughs> Do you remember that video yeah, like where the, they're eating all the, the, Spanish the bugs YouTube on their channel? ice cream? On, Boy, yeah. I haven't thought of that in ages. <laughs> but it was like kind of a similar animation style to that, and so I was like comparing that in my head, and I'm like, oh no. And that called like <laughs> Senor Wooly, that YouTube yeah. channel. <laughs> but that's what I immediately thought of when I first saw the animation style. I was like, well, we'll see. But it, I actually started to like it when yeah. I watched the movie. How, how would you describe the animation? I mean, so it's. It's 3D, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It it doesn't seem... It's not hand-drawn. I mean, there are parts of it that kind of feel hand-drawn. Yeah. But, it yeah, it's hard to describe. I'm, I'm trying to think it's of... It's definitely how. 3D animation. Yeah, 3D animation. It gives, like, a Spider-Verse vibe in, like, the way that you've never really seen animation like it before. Yeah. But yeah, it's not in the comic style I don't like They're, like, very clear outlines of the characters. Yeah, I'm trying to come up with words for how to describe it and i'm just i can't <laughs> it's just I so like, it's so unique i like how nimona always looks different than all the other characters i like her smile with the pointy teeth mm-hmm. and the demon child so i guess uh let's just jump to nimona main character or, or <laughs> the title I think character Ballister is the main character well yeah Bal- okay so so the title character what did you think of of nimona uh, nimona as a character felt like very believable Except for the fact that she acts like a teenager, even though she's apparently really old. <laughs> I like that we got more backstory on her in the movie than in the book. I did like, yeah, I, I enjoyed that backstory. You know, I I liked the book better. I think you don't really need backstory. You'd rather it be a little more elusive yeah. and mysterious? Well, I think for the movie's plot, it definitely made more sense we got the backstory. I guess. Yeah, I did see the twist coming from a mile away as soon as we saw the gold-haired child. I was like, oh, I know, that one, I know what's coming. <laughs> there were like two twists in this movie, too. Both of them are kind of predictable. Yeah, yeah. I didn't find any of the twists especially non-predictable. But it was still fun. <laughs> Her little girl form in the past reminded me of something we would have seen in, in Secret of the Kells. I was thinking that it looked like wolf walkers. Yeah, okay, yeah. Even down to the uh, idea of a of the city behind a wall, that whole section felt very much like like one of those Celtic movies. <laughs> Where do they get their resources from? <laughs> it's just it's just in a wall. People don't go out. 
they haven't gone out for like a thousand years and yet they're the most complex civilization ever. That doesn't make sense. Yeah. That Not part sure I, where they got the resources. Yeah, that part didn't I didn't quite get because then at the end of the movie when there's that break in the wall and they show them having trade with other people. Like, well, what? what? I don't think they had trade. It was well, just cars were, leaving. Yeah, but I thought there was some comment about trade with, with other, I don't know. Anyway. I watched the movie twice and I did not really? hear that. Hmm. Maybe they have little openings in the gate where cars leave from, and that was, we didn't see it. Also, the government is probably like very flawed now in that universe. It's going to be a lot of fixes they have to do. I feel like that's how all dystopian movies end up. Yeah, I guess. So, Evan, uh, going back to your comment about how you liked the story more vague and mysterious, I'm wondering, I'm wondering if the graphic novel was set up to eventually have more volumes. Because it, it seemed like there is a much more sinister underworld kind of thing going on. And then in this movie, it it wraps up. I always feel like the graphic novel is meant to be on its own. That's mm. how I feel. Just too. because of the end of it, you know? Ballister's final monologue in the end of the first graphic novel is basically like, yep, there's not going to be anything else. It's the end, and you have to accept it. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, things always don't work out perfectly, but, like, gets better. That's what I like about the first book a lot. I like um, more in the book, I think, that it was a whole government setup to, like, make Ballester look evil and make him be the villain. Whereas in the movie, it was just this one person who sure. was like, eh, I don't want him here. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what I was wondering. It, it seemed like it was pretty easy to wrap up when mm-hmm. you're just fighting one person versus a whole government agency. Yeah. Also... Ambrosius didn't really change much as a character, I feel like. The movie kind of made it out to seem like he was going through a bunch of problems, but I, I don't really feel like that. But in the book, it definitely feels like he changed as a character a lot. It's because he didn't have the hair. Yeah. <laughs> it's all the hair, you know. <laughs> I just don't get change. why they had to change the hair. <laughs> it was perfect. He, now he has a side cut. Jeez. I feel like... Ballister as a child looked like you, Evan. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Do you, do you consider me a little a little poor boy that a queen would find and make me into a swordman? Yeah. <laughs> me too. Did the music stand out to you at all? Yeah. I would I definitely noticed it. I did notice that there was like a main theme. Yeah. Which in a lot of movies I'm like, oh, what was the theme again? This movie I can remember the theme. That's how you know the music is good. Or I noticed they played loud. a they played a song for the opening, and it was one of the same songs they played for the opening of Kipo. You mean they reused the they reused the music? Hmm. No, it's well, like there's a, a song. There's a song that was in Kipo, and they also had it in this movie. Oh. <laughs> okay. Different studios, though. Yeah. The animation is very different. <laughs> so I think I think Nimona would work in Kipo style. It just kind of fits. The guy who made the soundtrack for this movie was the same guy who made the soundtrack for Frozen. Oh. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Wasn't it like two people who made the soundtrack for Frozen? I think. Well, there were two people who wrote all the lyrics to for oh, the yeah. songs. Yeah. But I, I just think remember that because score. of an NPR radio. Thing. Yeah, me too. Yeah, they were writing the songs, but there's just this one guy composing the soundtrack. Uh-huh. It's so cool to like 
if you look up the score on Spotify of something to click on the artist and see what other movies they've done, I'm like, oh, I didn't know there's a connection between these two movies. <laughs> there's probably like some connection between like every single movie nowadays. Just, like, between actor and actor and actor and composer. So the voice acting, what did you think of that? I thought it was all pretty good. Yeah. I like how every time Nimona acted on somebody else, it actually changed to that person's voice actor. But you could still hear that they were Nimona. I don't think anyone's voice actor particularly stood out to me, but no one, like, stood out in a bad way either. Yeah. What did you think of, like, the the world in the movie? I like the world building. Like I said earlier, I don't know where they got all their resources from. Yeah, I was watching some YouTube videos on the movie, and a lot of people were saying that there could have been, like, we could have seen the city more, like, seeing, like, this, the gap between the commoners, as they called them, and, like, the the higher-up people. Yeah. And, like, we didn't really see the how the world worked that well. I feel like this movie felt way too short, too, to me. Yeah, I was surprised when it ended. I wish there was more, like, interaction just without any other action between Nimona and... When I watched this movie for the first time, I kept clicking on the screen, and I was like, oh, uh, 30 minutes left, 20 minutes left, 15 minutes left, but then it ended when there was still 15 minutes left, and I was like, what? And then it was just 15 minutes of credits. Like, oh my gosh. Yeah. So you wish it would have been longer. Yeah, I was expecting it to be longer. What else do you think they should have done? I don't know. Just, like, seeing the city more, I guess. Or like, we didn't see that one character that was in Nimona, like, with the glasses at all. Yeah. That's, <laughs> I was, that's one thing I was going to bring up, is I, I kept waiting for that character to appear, and they never did. I'm like, oh. I did see a character with glasses and, like, sort of the same hair at one point who gets, like, saved at one point. We only see them for, like, three seconds. Who knows? <laughs> I did enjoy a lot of the one-liners and the humor. Yeah, I thought, I thought it, it was very funny. <laughs> it was it was very funny. It was much more funny than I expected it to be. He hates freestyle jazz. Yeah, yeah. There were a lot of just good, good, solid comedic moments, and I totally wasn't expecting that. So that that kind of caught me off guard. But but <laughs> I, I enjoyed that. <laughs> like the part with the cereal. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. <laughs> What we think of that one guy who's like Todd? Yeah. Todd. <laughs> Who'd wanna help Todd? Yeah. His character was so unabashedly like horrible. <laughs> He's just your average jock. He had no redeeming qualities at all. <laughs> Except at the end. Why? What did he do at the end? You forgot? Oh, I can't tell you now because spoilers. Wasn't the last thing he did crash into a signpost? No, he sh- he showed up afterwards, and he like put some flowers on the pneumonia oh. thing. Yeah, good for him. <laughs> good for Todd. He had a character arc, I guess. All right, should we wrap it up, or does anyone else have? Something? Sure, let's wrap it up. All right. So my final thoughts. Um, yeah, I think it was a good movie. I think it's better. I think Disney should have like kept it because they would have made a lot of money from it. I think it was really good. Mm. It was very cute. I love the romance between um, Ballister and Ambrosius a lot. And I liked all the character growth and arcs. And I thought the, the animation was like a style I'd never seen before except from Senior Wooly. 
Um, the music was good too, so I'd say maybe like eight out of ten. I'm I'm also gonna give it an eight out of ten. If it was longer, it would be better, I probably. But I don't think it was long enough. But still, I like I like Nimona because it takes me back to my ELA teacher introducing it to me in sixth grade. Compared to the book, I think I still like the book better. I wish that there was like um, an animated version of the book that had that hand hand drawn element that was in the same style that the graphic novel was, and it was like a lot darker. I feel like that would be cool. Right. Yeah, I think. Um, yeah, I enjoyed the movie. I I thought it was good. Like as I said, it took me a little while to get into it and realize, okay, this is a, a different beast than the graphic novel. I enjoyed the art style. It was very unique. It was fun. The the humor, as I said, took me by surprise, so I enjoyed that. I didn't find the length of it to be an issue for me. In fact, at one point, I thought it was almost over, and then it kept going. Like, <laughs> like there was one point where I thought, oh, they wrapped things up, but then and something else happened. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, I see where this is going. Uh, <laughs> so I was almost thinking it was going to be even shorter. Yeah, I don't know. It, it was fun. I think I enjoyed the graphic novel better. But I will give this a seven and a half. I also definitely enjoy the graphic novel better. Okay. Is it time to move on to fortune cookies? I think so. All right. Okay. Oh, I've definitely seen mine before. Achievement is 1% aspiration and 99% perspiration. <laughs> I've never heard that before. That's funny. You will be enjoying a relaxing spa day next week. Oh, pretty good at our at our family resort. And my fortune this week is your financial outlook is great at this time. Oh, that's good. Yeah, oh. there we go. Glad to hear. Stock market because it's been be going oh, up. it's been horrible these past few years. <laughs> All right, so that wraps up this week's episode of Lunchbox Reaction. Um, if you enjoyed us or want to say something, if we have something you think we can do better, um, <laughs> if you just want to insult us, no. <laughs> Oh, we, you can find us on the web at lunchboxreaction.net. Is that it? Because we don't have Twitter. We don't have oh, Twitter. They could email us at, you can email us at lunchboxreaction.net. Lunchboxreaction. At gmail.com. At gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> just like, I don't know, rate us or something. Yeah, go to Apple Podcasts. Give us give us lots of stars. We love stars. Yay. Stars are pretty cool. They're also, like a bunch. We're also on Spotify. All right, that has been Dad. So long. Um, this has been me. Goodbye. And this has been Evan. See you next week at, at the, the lunch, lunch table. table. You missed it, Dad. So sad. It's okay. Here, you can still say it now. You just gotta stay at the lunch table. Come on. I believe in you. At the lunch table. Yeah! <laughs>